welcome to Smart Healing Podcast, the forum to discuss interesting scientific papers with the authors. As we know, everyone has too little time and there are too many interesting scientific papers to be read. This series of podcasts will help you to follow recently published papers on S53 P4 Bonolive Biacti glass, the glass that has uh, been developed in Turku, Finland. Bioactive glass was originally developed by Larry Hench in US and further improved by scientists from Turku, Finland. My name is Tanja Vigel and I work as an international product manager at Bonolive Biomaterials and will host the podcast. Bioactive glass S53P4 has been used for bone cavity filling in bone tumor surgery over 30 years. It has been reported to be safe, well tolerated and suitable for lesions filling after curettage of a benign bone lesion with good long-term results in adults. This podcast series contains three episodes. The first, benefits of S53P4 bioactive glass in benign bone tumor surgery. Second, surgical technique using S53P4 bioactive glass in benign bone tumor surgery. And third, tips and tricks using S53P4 bioactive glass in benign bone tumor surgery. Our guest today is Head of Pediatric Orthopedic Department, Johanna Syvänen, from Turku University Hospital. Johanna is a pediatric orthopedic surgeon with over 30 peer-reviewed scientific publications. Today, she is here to discuss the recently published clinical paper, Allograft versus Bioactive Glass, S53P4, in pediatric B9 bone lesions. Thank you for joining us today, Johanna. Welcome. Well, thank you for inviting me. It's nice to be here. In this third episode, we will ask for tips and tricks from senior physician Johanna Syvänen from Turku University Hospital when using bioactive glass S53P4 in bina bone tumor surgery. Surgical treatment of children is always carefully considered. How do you decide when to operate and when not? Well, uh, there are many things to consider. First, to anticipate diagnosis, can the cyst or lesion heal without surgery? For example, uh, we know that some simple cysts have good potential to this. Second, is there pathological fracture or risk to it in the future? This is the thing that you have to consider, especially with load-bearing areas. The size of the lesion is the third point. I think if the size is more than half of the cross-section of the bone in load-bearing area, it needs surgical consideration. The age affects also to the decisions. For example, the younger the patient, the bigger the risk for residue with aneurysmatic cysts. 
Also, the anatomical location and closeness of the growth plate are things to consider. You cannot manipulate the growth plate aggressively with carotars or high-speed burr. In those cases, you have to accept the risk of recidive and gently treat the cysts. Luckily, when the child grows, the benign tumors moves away from the growth plate. That's uh, good to, to know. Uh, mechanical support is used when needed. How do you see the use of uh, bone lie bioactive glass together with implant uh, fixation? Yes, in load-bearing areas with large tumors, you have to use extra support. First, you do the normal carotase operation, and at the end of the operation, you put, for example, a plate to protect the bone. Metallic implants are not a problem with bioactive class. Okay, and how do you treat afterwards? How soon do you allow children to bear weight on the surgical site? If we, for example, have a large proximal femur cyst and we have treated it with the intralesional carotase and secured it with a locking plate, we keep the patients unloaded six weeks and without sports three months after the operation. The aftercare was same with both trial groups. And I have to add that I have never seen in my practice, and we did not see in our trial, pathological fractures after the operations. Okay, that's good uh, to hear. Uh, in case of recurrence, uh, what should be considered in the reoperation surgery? Well, if you have to operate again, the problem is that the bioactive class inside the bone is very hard. So if your recidive is anatomically in that kind of position that you need to go through high-active class to reach it, be prepared for it. Uh, you can reach it with high-speed burr, but you have to uh, burr quite hard uh, to get through the high-active class. Okay, but it's still uh, possible. You just have to be aware of it. Yes. Um, thank you, Johanna. Do you have something additional that you would like to say about the treatment and follow-up of benign bone tumors with uh, bone bioactive glass in pediatric surgery? Well, I want to thank you all for having me to talk of our trial and our treatment protocol. I want to point out that the recurrence rate of benign bone tumors treated with intralesional caritas is high in pediatric population despite of the filling material. But I find the bioactive class that it's a good and easy alternative to use. Thank you, Johanna, for this third and last episode from this podcast series. If you are interested in more information, visit smarthealing.center. The Smart Healing Center is a complete platform from surgeons to surgeons, facilitated by Bonlai Biomaterials. The platform provides you with patient cases, publications, and peer support in the use of Bonlai products on site and online.